0: Do you struggle with being a new online entrepreneur? Do you sometimes feel lost and alone in your journey? Or maybe you need some tips and inspiration in how you can market and sell online? Join Valerie Fisher in her weekly show, Changemakers,
1: where she talks to other new online entrepreneurs about how they found the courage to build their brand. The show hopes to inspire other new business owners with stories of our guests' experiences. Also. Watch out for solo recordings with our hosts where she does mini-trainings
0: of her brain science selling method. Each episode contains powerful information to help you grow your online business, help you with your social media, and build a respected brand.
1: Changemakers, a show by and for online business owners. Hi everyone, for today's episode of Changemakers, we have Bev Feldman or personal tech fairy and she is going to talk to us about automating our emails and you know why even why why email is even important in our marketing strategies. So stay tuned. Thank you Bev for joining us in our, our episode today of ChangeMaker. So I'm um, in my in my introduction I called Bev the personal tech fairy. I I really <laughs> i really love that name it's because it's no um it's it's like um it's it gives me joy um i don't know this theory concept is it's so joyful and tech on the other hand it's logical because i i do brain science selling so the tech part sounds logical and the fairy part is like emotional so it's like a combination of both and i just want to say <laughs> i like thank <laughs> I you like i <laughs> Thank
0: you. Well, it's funny because I feel like within my business, I'm kind of connecting the emotional to the logical that the email marketing, the automation part sounds so like technical and very kind of can be off putting, but I look at it, that email marketing can be a really great way when done correctly to connect with your audience and build like genuine connection.
1: Yes. um, So that's actually your thing. When I, when I saw your, your response, no. Um, But before we dive into that, um, I'd like to know when you started this business, cause I saw that you have you, know, you have been in, in jewelry design and then you have, you, you're now with um, email marketing. Has there been, in any of the businesses, you can answer for, for any of your, your businesses, mm-hmm. was there um, a change that you wanted in your life or in this world that inspired you to do your, or to build or start your business?
0: Yeah. Well, so with my first business, I actually started it initially before I became a mom. Like I I knew that I wanted to start to try and try to have kids with my husband. And I kind of came up with this idea like I started doubling and selling on Etsy. And I'm like, what if I instead of going back to a full time job, I try doing this and then I can do it while I'm also kind of a stay at home mom. So it was kind of the that part of the impetus for starting the initial business was to give me that change, that flexibility Mm. to be able to have kind of more flexibility as a parent, even though I didn't have kids yet. Um, And then I say with this business, I I feel like, yeah, it was definitely so, well, it was in the midst of the pandemic as well um, that it started and, but I don't know that it was necessarily influenced by the pandemic. Um, Certainly it was this realization of like this light bulb moment of this is what I should be doing. But part of it is wanting to continue to be a business owner so that I could have that flexibility of being a mom. I do have two kids, but also I have this whole other passion and thing that I'm it's really important to me. And that's about, you know, climate change and living a more environmentally friendly lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I actually have a blog about that. And I wanted to create a business that would allow me to work and be really thoughtful about the clients that I choose to work with, but also hopefully give me some time and flexibility to do this work that I think is important, but I didn't want to like turn into a business. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to have the time and space to do the environmental work Uh, to volunteer with some local organizations, but also to like, you know, promote it as like, this is something we should all be thinking about.
1: Mm -hmm. So um, basically you wanted, um, you wanted a lifestyle that will give you the freedom, not only to give more time for your family, but also to um, focus on the things that are important to you. And it, in this case, the environment, the climate change. So you wanted yes. to be able to squeeze in because that's really you know Im- important to you. May I know how you started the? Um, so we know about the about the Etsy part, but the, what about the email marketing? What's the backstory about about that?
0: Yeah, I, I guess I kind of really realized early on. So when I started my initial Etsy business, I did not know anything about running a business. I was kind of figuring it out as I went along. Before that, I really had no intention of being a business owner. So, but I did realize pretty early on that email marketing was something that was really important. So for right from the get-go, I made a point whenever I did in-person shows to collect people's email addresses. And mm-hmm. I kind of knew like, well, I'm not really sure what I'm going to email them about, but I know this is important. And It was confirmed when I would meet people at shows and maybe they bought something small for me or maybe they didn't. But then later on I'd send them an email and they'd either become like recurring customers. They'd buy my jewelry to give us gifts or for themselves. Or, you know, they're like, oh, you know I remember meeting Bev at a show. And while I didn't buy anything then, like I'd love to now. And it was just kind of this this moment of like, yeah, this is, you know, this is such an important part of running a business. And I would tell all my fellow mom business owners, and like, I don't care what you do in your business, you need to have an email list. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you are emailing them yet, but you need a way to be able to directly connect with them. So it took a while before this turned into a business in and of itself, but it was just something I always knew like from the beginning that this was important.
1: It, it's so cool that um, I, I feel like we, you know, we we are on a journey, eh, all of us, and your business started with the Etsy one. So it's a product that you're selling. And while you're selling it, you realize the need for email, um, like comparing it with mine. We started with an e-commerce site where I learned how to sell online, which I then used to help other people (laughs) sell online so it doesn't stop you know i'm a big believer of reinvention and constantly innovating ourselves and our businesses and yours i feel like it's you know it's still evolving and who knows (laughs) what what this business will develop into the future because first is email marketing you know um there might be something else there in the future. Maybe you can help people with funnels. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's still, it's still evolving. But you yeah. you, you said um, you bring humanity to automation. What does that exactly mean? Yeah, that I
0: love that question because I think people get kind of perplexed by that. Like, you know, we think of automation and we think of machines a lot of the time. The thing with email marketing is there's these really robust platforms that can allow you to send emails based on information that your subscribers share with you or actions that they take. So I look at email marketing automation as this framework of allowing you to send the right emails to the right people at the right time. So for example, the one really powerful way you can do this is say you have someone sign up for your email list. And I always recommend to people at the very least, in addition to having that email that automatically sends out whatever it is they signed up for, that you have some sort of follow-up email sequence. Now it doesn't have to be super long. It can be an email or two, but it gives you a chance to, for the people on your list, to get to know you Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of times what happens is we forget to email our list. So someone signs up for your list, they get that thing that they signed up for, and then crickets. They don't hear from you until like months later and you're like, oh shoot, I haven't emailed my list in forever, I should send them an email. Now meanwhile, someone who signed up for you and has only heard from you once at this point has probably forgotten who you are. So that's one piece of it. But the other thing is, if someone signs up for your list and you just happen to be in the middle of promoting something or a big launch, you probably don't want to email the people who just signed up for your list Mm. about that because they don't know you yet. So email marketing automation allows you to set up certain systems so that you can naturally filter out people based on where they are in getting to know you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other, and finally, like if you have a product or service that you're selling. So for example, I have a VIP day that I offer to my clients where I get their email marketing all set up and automated in one day. If I'm promoting that to my list, I don't want to email people who've already hired me to do it because they've already paid for <laughs> it and it wouldn't make any sense. So I can actually like filter those people out and just email out the people who haven't who mm-hmm. haven't done it yet.
1: That, that's so great that there is actually a system um, that does that because I just started when I when I started last year, it was mostly word of mouth, it was personal branding, referrals. and to be honest, I only started my email. <laughs> I got my emails, I did a, a little challenge last January and you were right. It's like you know for a long time it was just se- sitting there in in a pile in a virtual pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't know what to do with it. But I had to learn, I had to, you know, it's very recent. I think in the last maybe two or three months that I started my my email, um, I'm using Kartra mm-hmm. for my for my for my email, but I don't know about that. That's very interesting to me that you can actually filter those, you know, who already bought and who are new and you kind of um custom the messages and the communication to the I'm not there yet so I'm learning <laughs> you oh, yeah um, it, I'm learning I, think lot, you. I don't oh sorry
0: <laughs> go ahead I was say I don't know enough about Carta but I think most platforms allow you to do that and convert kit for example the one I use they integrate really well with other platforms so that if someone does make a purchase offline on a different platform, that information is still sent to ConvertKit. So kind of Mm -hmm. things are kind of happening happening on its own without me having to go in every single day and be like, all right, let me look through, like who purchased this? Okay, let me like (laughs) manually identify them, which would be really tedious and take us away from the part of the business that we actually want to be doing.
1: Yes, building the business instead of yes. you know um, being in it's it's that two things being um in the business and building the business those are you know two different things. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very curious. Um, you're you're really you know a big believer of email marketing and list building. Technically, right? Because you're building you're building the list. Um, two things. Number one, can you? share with our followers or audience or listeners, um, an example of a really good, um, lead magnet. Why will they sign up? You know, why will they sign up for a newsletter or mm-hmm. an email? Um, can you, even if it's just, you know, one or two examples of a good one?
0: Yeah. Oh man. I wish I thought of this before. Cause I know like I've, there's been so many great ones in the past and that I've come into. Um, that I'm trying to think, what? I mean, I just did a, a really fun quiz that was about your Instagram branding uh-huh. and it was just, yes. it was really clever and I was really curious to see what my results were. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'll <laughs> fill in my, fill that in. I, I will say quizzes don't always naturally lend themselves to every business. Um, I feel like generally things that provide people with kind of a, a quick win, something easy, like... Like 30 Instagram captions you can use today. Okay. Like kind of a plug in pitch kind of thing. Something that's like not going to take a lot of, it'll, it'll make your life easier.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
0: But I think, yeah, finding the right one, I think depends so much on, on your business and who you're trying to attract. And I think it's really helpful, actually, generally speaking, to do some kind of market research. And I use that term loosely because I'm not, I, even though I'm in the world of marketing, I am by no means a market researcher, but I feel like being the Facebook groups that your people are in, and like, I'm going through this right now, as I've kind of changed my opt-in offer, like, you know, I had a few ideas of what I think I could potentially offer, and -hmm. then I put it out there in a couple groups to get people's feedback, and from there, I narrowed it down and narrowed it down, and then I got I'm working on what to call it. So I kind of had a big list of names, asked it in a couple groups, narrowed it down, and then I'm posting it again in some other groups to get some feedback. And it's really helpful because, I mean, we kind of have our own ideas of what's going to work, what's going to attract people. But unless we actually talk to the people Mm -hmm. who we want to work with, who we can help, we 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 could be completely off base.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. So, per, personal tech fairy, tell us more about it. Like, what are the you know what are the services? How did you come up with the name? Share share with yeah. us. Yeah. So the name
0: is actually I I can't take credit for it. I in a networking group for mom business owners. It's called Pepper Lane. That's kind of it was based before the pandemic kind of more based to, in the Boston area where I live um we've they've since expanded since mm-hmm. everything moved virtually um, but they do these really great networking events called boosts where you go in and you share something about your business and then get asked for feedback on something so I was trying to like it was in, it was before I officially launched this business and I'm trying to figure out like, you know, how's my pitch, my elevator pitch sound? And I, in the description, I had said, I'm your personal tech fairy. And a couple people as they're giving me feedback, they're like, oh, what's the name of your business? And I'm like, oh, and it, like this business isn't actually created yet. And someone said, oh, I thought it was called your personal tech fairy. <laughs> and then someone else looked it up and they're like, you know, the, the URL, like the domain hasn't been purchased yeah I was like okay I guess and like the people I was talking to are kind of like my ideal clients I was like well I guess I should call it your personal tech (laughs) because it seems to speak to people um and it's certainly very very memorable yes
1: so yeah so that's the the services is email is it email automation or um do you do you know designs copywriting what is it
0: so I, I make it, I try to make it clear. I'm not a copywriter. I am not a designer. Like I can create a very basic, you know if you provide me with your branding I can mm-hmm. like go in and create a template. I actually just did that for a client this week. Um, and I am happy to edit your copy but I don't make any promises that this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm really focused on the tech part. So okay. making sure that if someone comes to your website they see your landing page for your free offer, making sure if they fill in their name and email address, that everything else does what it's supposed to do so okay. that people get identified correctly. So in ConvertKit, the term is tagged mm-hmm. to make sure the the correct email sequences automatically get sent out. Mm-hmm. And so it's just
1: doing the whole Okay, got it. So it's, it really is the the tech part of it. Cause you know, um, in the Philippines, we have this word, we have this term called, called nosebleed. <laughs> Your nose bleeds when you, you know, you can't understand when you can't really have a, a full grasp of it, of it. And I have to say, I have to admit uh, as a business owner, tech really gets me. It's, you know, it's, it's so frustrating (laughs) it's so frustrating sometimes but I know that I have to learn it I have I know I have to understand at least you know the the fundamentals of tech Mm -hmm. um or else you know uh, I can't survive I I believe that you know as business owners we have to have at least a basic understanding of a website of of email of that's also why change makers is here and with you know different subjects because I want the the viewers and the followers to have at least the very basic of of each of these strategies Mm -hmm. strategies and tools okay so since you since since you started the personal tech fairy what have been your um learning so far
0: oh I think part of the learning is figuring out one where, where my people hang out, I guess. I feel like for a little bit, I got really into like, oh, my people are are on Instagram. And then when I looked at my website analytics, I'm like, nope, no one from Instagram (laughs) is coming to my website. Um, And I realized it was Facebook. So I'm like, oh, okay. It was like this light bulb moment of like, oh, well, that makes sense because like you know, I'm answering people's questions in Facebook groups. And it's, I have found Facebook can be more of an authentic, like natural place to have conversations with people. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been really insightful for me. So I always, you know, I'm not, I don't, I know like the very basics, for example, of Google analytics. Like I knew, I know how to set it up on my website Mm -hmm. and I know how to like get some basic information, but I'm not, yeah Yeah. (laughs) enough to know that i can see like where people are coming from so i'd say to people like if you don't have google analytics you don't have it like go have go hire someone to set it up for you because that information (laughs) is so vital um because you'll get a better sense of where people are coming from on your website
1: exactly exactly data data is king data is the best resource now that, that that's what they're saying it's not you know, it's not gas anymore. It's data. We mm. need to have data, and we need to be able to have a, a basic understanding, understanding of it. Okay, So we yeah. We're gonna wrap things up now. I have two, um, two last two questions, and mm-hmm. related to each other. They may actually be the same. If you, if you know, if you like. Number one is, what is your um, best advice? that you can give to online entrepreneurs or new online and new online business owners like us. So that's one, what's your best advice? You know, if there's one thing that they need to learn, if there's one thing that they need to know and the other is what has been the best advice you have been given? And you know, if, if that's what you're going to share with, with our, our listeners today, that's also fine.
0: Yeah. Um, well, the, to answer your first question, I, I think you can imagine where I'm going <laughs> is that I don't, it doesn't matter how you do it, like have an email list. Even if you have nothing set up to offer people, at the very minimum, have a form that says, like, st- you know, stay in touch kind of mm-hmm. thing. Allow people to, to opt into your, to receive, to allow people, the opportunity to share their email with you because, well, I think it's important to have a presence on things like Instagram or Facebook, wherever your people are hanging out. You don't have control over that. True. You do have control over your list. So that would be my biggest thing to recommend to people. Um, and if you're not sure what platform to use, there's I, you know, you can check in with other business owners to see what they use. And I see these questions pop up all the time in the business owner groups I'm in. I'd say the greatest piece of advice I got, and I, I don't know that it's advice per se, but it's really helped me, especially with this business, is thinking about science business is not to help everyone because I think sometimes we can get too caught up in our heads and start to overthink things and worry that we have no idea what we're doing because there's going to be all pretty much just going to be someone who's always a level higher than you and that's fine you're serving a different audience so you're helping people who aren't at the level you're at so even you know you could have I might be here with ConvertKit and someone else might be here. For those listening, I have my hands at two different (laughs) levels. (laughs) Um, And it's okay. I don't need to serve the people at the higher level. Like I can serve the people at the lower level. And and that doesn't mean I don't know as much or I'm not as good of a business owner. It means I just have a different business and that's fine.
1: Oh my God, that's golden. That Thank is you. Like, you know, desiderata. There will always be people behind you, in front of you, with you, mm-hmm. and that's that's great because you are serving different markets. Um, I love that. That's <laughs> that's so yeah. Funny. Well, I can't I can't take any credit for it. I don't know where
0: I heard it. I'm sure, I know I've heard it from other people, but I've, like, I like periodically I have to remind myself that like oh like
1: I don't need to know that, and mm-hmm. that's fine. It helps so much with imposter syndrome because yes. I suffer from that a lot. Yes. <laughs> being a new one, being a new trainer speaker, I suffer from imposter syndrome a lot. And that is, you know, really golden for me. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to think of that. And then um, maybe I will listen to this conversation again to remind <laughs> you of that every once every once in a while so thank you thank you so much Bev thank, for, thank um, you for joining us today um let us know where we can find you so I know you are at um personal tech fairy on Instagram right yeah so
0: my Instagram handle is your dot personal tech fairy I had a little a little tech snafu when I was trying to set up my Instagram <laughs> handle and, won't get into it, but and then my website is yourpersonaltechfairy dot com. So those are the places I hang out the most, I guess. Okay.
1: And, and Facebook, you ha- are you on Facebook also? As um... yeah, I have. I mean, I
0: have my Facebook page for my business, and I have to say, I'm not super active on it, but I am on Facebook as That's... as myself. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Bev. And I hope that our listeners, you know, I got a lot from, I got a lot of learnings from today and that last piece of advice was golden. And I hope that everyone else received, you know, inspiration and information from today's episode. Thank you. And that's another episode of Changemakers.